So King Jesus, as we continue our journey through Advent, we are grateful that we get to spend this time, a preparation of waiting and of building expectation. And so today we come to you with our longing for hope in a sometimes despairing world. We come to you with our longing for hope in a time that often feels, feel, feels filled with hopelessness. We come to you with our longing for hope in the midst of all the uncertainty and instability that is swirling around us. You promised hope to the Israelite people and you kept your promise to them. You promised hope in coming as the light of the world, the Messiah, the rescuer, the saviour, and you fulfilled that hope. You promised hope to the early church and that hope was not denied. And you promised hope to us and so we pray for your continued faithfulness and an awareness of what it is that you're doing in our lives. Lord, we pray for strength when our hope falters. We pray that you would pour your hope into us so that it fills our lives and splashes out on all those that we connect with. We pray that you would fill us with genuine hope, a concrete expectation of what it is that you have done, what it is that you are doing, and what it is that you will continue to do. We pray that you would fill us with your peace, your love, your joy, and your hope as we continue through this Advent season. In your name we pray. Amen. And we're going to uh, continue what we're doing with our Advent series, which is to hear a monologue and then follow that up with a creative exercise. So uh, each week through Advent, we're touching on one of the Advent themes. Uh, so last week, we spent some time talking about what peace looks like. And uh, this week, we're going to look at the theme of hope. And so we're going to hear a monologue and then do a creative exercise after that. And so I'm going to invite our wonderful guest, Anna up to the stage. Would you please make Anna welcome? Thank you. Hello. I'm Anna. You may not have heard of me. I don't really feature much in the Christmas story, but that's okay with me. I don't like being in the limelight very much. I was married early to a wonderful man, but sadly... He passed away after we'd only been married for seven years. It was a very difficult time, as you can imagine. But as I worked through my grief and loss, I made a decision to spend the rest of my life serving God in any ways that I could. What's that look like? Well, as often as I could, I've headed over to the temple to spend time praying worshipping and serving the people who are there. It's been my way of making a difference. Spending time with God fills me with such love, joy and purpose. And then I can't help but sing and share about how amazing God is and look for opportunities to help others also connect with God. But there's always been this sense of waiting. This sense that things aren't fully the way they're supposed to be. It's something that my good friend Simeon and I have talked about often. Simeon also regularly spends time at the temple praying and seeking God. He's a beautiful man who's clearly given his whole life to serving God. 
Do you ever have that same sense of longing, yearning, waiting? Ever feel like things are broken or incomplete? As we look at the world around us and as we reflect on the circumstances of our lives, often we feel hopeless, struggling to find hope in the midst of our struggles and challenges. That feeling runs deep for people like Simeon and me. For centuries, our people have been waiting, yearning, holding on to hope that God hasn't given up on us, that God still has a plan. Once we were seen as the chosen people, the people that God has poured his favour on, the people God would do amazing things through but we so often chose to go our own way and to walk away from God's best. I don't know why that is. We seem to have such a hard time not allowing power, greed and selfishness to get in the way that God wants us and created us to live. Our story and our journey as a people has been really hard for centuries now. Exile from our homeland captivity in another nation, and most recently, Roman oppression. And yet we had these promises that have been passed down from generation to generation that God would not give up on us, that at the right time a Messiah, a rescuer, a saviour would come and put things right once and for all. But how do you hold on to hope when everything falls apart? Maybe you've had a similar experience. I've heard that things have been tough for you over these last couple of years with all the uncertainty and struggles you're facing. I'm sure many of you have had your hardships, whether that's financial challenges, relationship challenges, wrestling with big questions, feeling overwhelmed or even exhausted. It's so hard to hold on to hope during those times, isn't it? Not just wishful thinking, but deep, solid conviction that God is still here, that God hasn't given up, that God hasn't moved on, that God is still able to work for good. Simeon had said that God had promised him that he wouldn't die before seeing this Messiah figure come. What oh, a huge statement. We talked about it often. Could it really be true that this promise would be fulfilled in our lifetime? One day, I was walking to the temple as per usual when I saw Simeon talking to a young couple and holding a small baby in his arms. Parents seemed to be a bit surprised and shocked at what Simeon was saying to them. As I got closer, I could hear him saying that this child would be a light to the nations, that Simeon felt he could now find peace with God's promises fulfilled. Oh, my heart quickened as I got closer because there's clearly something going on and clearly something extraordinary. Could this be the one, the Messiah? 
didn't make any sense because our expectations were that this person was going to be a powerful king, a mighty warrior, someone who would overthrow the Romans and anyone else that got in the way. What would your expectations have been about God fulfilling his promise? Would you have ever thought that the one who would come to change everything would be a small baby, born to ordinary parents? Would you expect a king to come in this way? If I'm honest, my assumptions and expectations had been that at least he would have been born in a palace or just part of a powerful family. Well, sure enough, as I spoke to Simeon and this young, humble, quiet couple, it became apparent that this was the Messiah. God, as he seems to do so often, tipped all our hopes and expectations upside down. The king had come as a little baby. As I walked away, my heart was overflowing with joy, gratitude and amazement. I couldn't help but tell everyone I met what had happened and that our hopes, our yearnings were finally being fulfilled. I'm sure some people probably thought I was crazy. But when you stumble across news as good as this, why would you hold back? You might like to close your eyes as we reflect a little on that story. As I've reflected, I've recognised that this is so often the way that God works, taking ordinary, powerless, unlikely situations and using them to show what he is capable of doing and what he cares most about. I guess it shouldn't have been a surprise, really, but it's so different to how I so often think. I wonder what situations you're facing right now where God might be working in surprising ways to fulfil your hopes. So often we look for God to work in powerful, victorious, obvious ways. But maybe, just maybe, God is doing something in the midst of the most unlikely, the least powerful, the most ordinary of situations. What does hope look like for you today? What are the deepest yearnings in your heart and soul? Maybe they're things you've been waiting for years or even decades to see fulfilled. Maybe you're ready to give up on your hopes. Perhaps it's helpful to reflect on the hopes that have been fulfilled. The ways in which some of your longings or desires have been satisfied by God at other times, even in surprising and unexpected ways. What is it that you would say if you got to meet the king who has come to fulfil our hopes? What would you ask for? Pray for. Say thank you for.
what would you say to the King of Hope? <laughs>